Yes, Frylock, I am your mother. Welcome to this week's episode of Load In, Load Out, a tour story podcast produced in Athens, Georgia, in association with Kindercore Industries. This week, we take a brief break from our usual conversations with touring musicians to talk with voice actor Carrie Means, most widely known as the voice of Frylock on the Cartoon Network show Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Ryan and Carrie sat down to talk touring the convention circuit. Topics of discussion this week include waiting for Don LaFontaine to die, booze cruising with the guys from Moral Oral, and the Moon and Night assault on an American city. Hey everybody, I'm Ryan and uh, I'm here uh, doing Load In, Load Out by myself this week. Uh, Cash is on tour and we are here with... The one and only Frylock, Carrie Means. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing, man. This is a pretty sweet setup you guys got here. You got the... Thank you, thank you. You, you got the Load In, Load Out logo. Uh, I know, man. A tour story <laughs> podcast. Yep. I bet you weren't expecting to hear old Frylock on the tour story podcast. <laughs> See, that's what I'm excited. You know, we have, we've tried to get... Um, we're hoping to get some comedians in the future and things like that. So far, we've only had bands. But having been to a bunch of conventions myself... And seeing how crazy that stuff can be, I'm really looking forward to hearing. Some I of actually your, uh, did did one um, with this guy. Uh, his name escapes me right now, but he does the Out of My Head. Mm-hmm. Have you heard heard this guy do Out of My Head? He does podcasts, and he did one with me. I was doing a panel, but it was a podcast radio interview for his <laughs> show at the same time. Oh, okay. So the six people that showed up to my panel <laughs> when I was in Long Island. And it was, it was, I didn't have any headphones or anything like that. He just was recording it on his device right. or, or smartphone or we're drinking smart water. <laughs> Speaking of smart. smarter than us. This program is brought to you by <laughs> Vapor Distilled Smart Water with Electrolytes. What was that movie? What they was talking about? Uh, oh, Idiocracy. Idiocracy. What yep. they were, it's what plants crave. They, <laughs> it's got electrolytes <laughs> in it. But that's how is that? That's how about water? No, no, water ain't got no electrolytes. This water got electrolytes. <laughs> it's what plants crave. It's what plants crave. <laughs> so, um, so tell us about your beginnings before we get into tutorial stuff. What's the origin story? Oh man, where'd, I where'd was you, born you in a small town called St. <laughs> Louis, Missouri, back in nineteen blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> and I came out and said, "Where." And the doctor was like, damn, this boy got a set of balls on him. We don't put him in the choir. <laughs> my mother actually wanted me to join the choir when I was growing up. because Before my voice changed, I sounded like my sister when I answered the phone. Hello! <laughs> and and my sister's boyfriends would call there and go, hey, baby, what you wearing? What you doing? I'm like, hey, 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 hey. This ain't Karen. This is her little brother. Let me go get her. Karen, telephone. So when my voice changed, it was like, hello. It was like, hey, Mr. Means. Uh, <laughs> May I speak to your daughter? I was like, yeah, yeah, let me go get her for you. <laughs> you know. And uh, yeah. back back in the 70s when I was in elementary school or grade school or grammar school or graham cracker school, whatever you call it, <laughs> uh-huh. the, the, the the song on the radio, the one of the top songs on the radio was the Atomic Dog by Bow Wow Wow, Yippee Yo, you know, the <laughs> Atomic yeah. Dog, George Clinton. Sure, yeah. So I could do the, the, do the bass line to Atomic <laughs> Dog. So I was... <laughs> 
Nobody's voice was a deep in mine. Yeah. When I was in school, so it was like, do do it, carry bow wow wow, you be oh you be. I was like, yeah. <laughs> then I found out I could do other voices. Uh-huh. Watching uh, Three Stooges, uh-huh. Mel Blank uh-huh. was my hero growing up. Find out this one guy. Yeah. Did Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and Porky Pig actually? He knocked on their doors. He knocked on one of brothers' doors for like two and a half, three years before they even would see him, before they even really? let him in. Yeah. That's amazing. They kept turning him away. Yeah. He was like, wow. you guys need voice telling him. We had enough. <laughs> this is Mel Blake. Now, There'd be nothing him without him. Life story. Seriously. He's like, you guys need some voice. Nope. Slam. So, so finally, the guy who kept slamming the door in his face died. <laughs> there was no one to <laughs> slam the door anymore. He could get in. <laughs> So it's amazing how that's funny. <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. I, it was a long time ago. It's no, you know. So the guy passes on, right? And and the younger guy takes his place and him and Mel Blank just vibe. They click. They, they they just did. So he went in and his first role, I think, was like a drunken bull or a drunken bullfighter okay. or something like yeah. that. And he actually voiced Porky Pig before he started doing Bugs. Yeah. And apparently he was either allergic to carrots or had some type of uh, problem with carrots. Okay. So he would bite the carrot and say, what's up, Doc? And then spit it out. (laughs) Finally, I think they either moved to celery or they tried to do it with celery or it wasn't the same or something like that. Right, right. He either hated them or was allergic to them or something like that. He had a problem with carrots. Yeah, I, I watched this documentary yeah. Um, when I was on my way to some kind about Don LaFontaine, you know, in a world oh, where there's yeah. this, that, and the other. Yes. The so they were interviewing him, and it's like he was just standing in his bathrobe in his house, man. Daddy daycare. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to wait on the check for that one. That's next, <laughs> next. I'm going to do this next one here. And so the, the, the reporter asked him, Mr. Mr. LaFontaine, what advice do you have to a young voice talent that's coming up in the business who want to maybe do what you're doing. He's like, they have to wait until I die. <laughs> and I'm like, hello, Mr. LaFontaine is gone. Knocking on your door. I'm available. <laughs> and I am available for yeah. bar mitzvahs, weddings, funerals, uh, children's books. Yeah. There won't be any cursing, even though I was on an Adult Swim show. <laughs> I'm quite professional. You can keep it together. I can keep it together for the kiddies. <laughs> Excellent. Actually, I've gone from the adult pool to the kiddie pool. Yeah, you're doing... I'm doing a show called Welcome to the Wayne. Okay. On Nickelodeon now. Yeah. Uh, produced and written by a lovely gentleman by the name of Mr. Billy Lopez, whose wife just gave birth to Alice Cooper Lopez. What? That's awesome. It's not Alice Cooper's baby, but... I, well, I mean, yeah. I, I would they not. named the kid Alice Cooper <laughs> Lopez. It's pretty good. I don't know, but it's a beautiful baby, you know. And then my boss at my... Civilian job. Mm-hmm. I think his girl just had a baby. Jason Hall, Chef Jason Hall. Mm. I'm giving you a shout out, Chef Jason Hall at Hampton and Hudson in Emmon Park. <laughs> Cleanest dishes you ever eat off of because I wash them. <laughs> That's right. Frylock washes dishes for a living. I need work, people. <laughs> work. Get me out of the damn dish pit for God's sakes. Dan here. Dan. Dan. What is your last <laughs> Mikisitis, Mistich, Mixoplank. Mistoplank, yeah. Wrote an article about me and sold it to Playboy. Yes, I saw. Yeah, I read that. That was a good And article. I was like, yeah. it's going to be in a magazine with the nudie girls? He was like, I think it might be online, on the web, you know. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Playboy calls 
and accepts an article with me when they stop showing the naked curls. Yeah, I was gonna say they don't have. There's no nudity in it. It's anymore, like it's like Maxim or something like that yeah, now, right? That's what they I've just, heard. Yeah, I think Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue was more risque. Than I think probably Playboy now. Right? Have you seen these Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues? They ain't wearing nothing, man. It's like here's a swimsuit. I'm like paint. They ain't no swimsuit. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to the bathroom right now. I'll be right back. I'm not going to buy this book. Can I use your bathroom? We hope you're enjoying this week's episode. If you are, head on over to kindercore.com, where every single purchase creates an incredible amount of consumer satisfaction. Give it a try. You'll see. If you're feeling a little randy and would like to stuff some cash into our collective G-string, grind your way on over to our erotically clad donation button and give yourself over to complete submission. The safe word is Jabberwocky. This week, we'd like to shine the spotlight on Project Safe, a local 501c3 nonprofit organization working to end domestic violence through prevention and educational programs, crisis intervention, and ongoing supportive services for survivors of domestic violence and their children. You can check them out and donate to their cause at www.project-safe.org. That's www.project-safe.org. We now return you to this week's regularly scheduled antics. <laughs> um, so, how did you uh, how did you get into doing voice stuff? Was did you start doing something else first? Did you I read, theater theater the, yeah. theater? So you were a the serious the actor. Theme. Yes, Shakespearean, classically trained. Yeah, I've actually performed with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra Chorus in the bass section. Wow, did a few shows with them. Atlanta, Atlanta Opera. Uh-huh. I was saying in the bass section there. I've done some stuff with Actors Express, Theater of the Stars. I did South Pacific with Robert Goulet. Robert really? Goulet played the Frenchman, the lead. And I was uh I was a boy in the chorus. You know, like our show. Really rooting for us, but now we have to Yeah, I was in the chorus. <laughs> Plus, I was, I was Henri, uh, his manservant, who barely spoke any English. If you're <laughs> familiar with the story of South Pacific, the Frenchman had a male, male servant, and I played him as well. And Paige O'Hara, who was the voice of Belle in the mm. original Beauty and the Beast production, was mm-hmm. the female lead. Okay. And she was quite taken with my voice as well. She was like, you need to send me something. Send me a demo. Yeah. This was back when demos were cassette tapes, though. Right. It wasn't oh, yeah. like, we had no MP3s in right. the 90s. Yeah. You know, you had digital audio tapes, or you had CDs. Uh-huh. You had snail mail. You sent your stuff out. Yep. And you prayed for a phone call. <laughs> so I walked around for about two and a half years with a digital audio tape in my backpack, in my yeah. book bag. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was working for a market research firm. Uh-huh. Booth Research was their name. I was the one who would call your house. Okay. What do you think of your cable provider? This is Tom Tucker, and I'm calling from Booth Research. Click. We're having dinner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get hung up on a lot. Yeah, call, man. We that's had a such cable a survey. Job. We had a cable survey, right? Uh-huh. You would ask 500 questions. This thing was like an hour, over oh an hour God. long. How are you supposed to get to it? Jeez. People did it because you, you tell them you would put their name in a hat for, for a drawing for $500 uh-huh. if you do this survey. It don't take about 45 minutes or so. I'll go fast. Yeah. You know, and they heard they, they did have a shorter version. And they had a longer version. It was like over an hour. But you could pause it and call the person back or whatever. Okay. But yeah, man, I was doing that for a long time. I was, But it helped with yeah. the voiceover stuff because, you totally. know, you read a script. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there. We're just sitting there with the dumb terminals with the green screen and everything like that, you know. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're reading. 
and you're calling and reading and reading and calling and and every now and then somebody will carry why aren't you down at the fox theater where they having this audition for these actors i was like where what uh, yeah so <laughs> i'll like, be right back <laughs> get on the phone like call the fox theater y'all having auditions now yes we are so I, I would get gigs like that. Yeah. People would come up to me and go, have you heard about this thing that they're having, they're looking for extras for blah, 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 blah. So I've done the extra thing too. You know, I did, yeah. um, when Carl Weathers took over for um, Howard Rollins on the heat of the night, uh -huh. um, I went out to Conyers yeah. and uh, did the extra thing on that. Uh, nice. They had a show called Savannah uh -huh. that was about a riverboat gambling or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> You know, I haven't done any Walking Dead stuff. No? No, I haven't been a zombie yet. <laughs> well, uh, uh. Actually, See, Dave Willis, yeah. one of the co-creators of Aqua Teen, uh -huh. he did an episode of Walking Dead. Really? That's, he was in one? It's the one where one of the characters is uh, stabbing a bunch of zombies in the forehead or something. Okay. He's like in a funeral parlor or a hospital. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. And Dave Willis is all zombified. He, That's awesome. He looks like that every day to me. <laughs> Well, one of my good friends is a stuntman in Atlanta and has been the featured zombie on a bunch of those, like the one where he, the zombie falls out of the ceiling and gets stuck hanging from his guts or whatever. That That's was usually my, your boy. That was my boy. And I yeah. feel like voice work's probably a better job than that, <laughs> you know? I mean, <laughs> I know which one I'd prefer. I used to wear I used to wear one of those do-rag wave caps, uh -huh. you know? One of those, you know, the brothers the brother like to wear the wave caps to keep the waves for the ladies. Yeah. I don't have any waves anymore. <laughs> I rock a baldy now. But I used to wear it in the, in, in the booth when uh -huh. I go to record, like for Aquatina or whatever. I yeah. have it on my head, and it got back to my agent. And my agent was like, Carrie, take that thing off your head when you're recording. I'm like, why? <laughs> Who can see? Right. <laughs> if you only knew what I wasn't wearing now, <laughs> I tell you, it's cool. But around a bunch of guys, let it all hang out. <laughs> Burping and scratching. And working for Adult Swim. Yeah. If you listen to the commentary for the first uh, DVD commentary mm -hmm. that we did. Yeah. Dry and boring. He's like. This is Dana Schneider. This is Carrie Means. <laughs> and this is Dave Willis. There was no booze. Yeah. The next time we did the commentary, they got us all liquored <laughs> brought, up. Brought the party. We were just like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this scene, yeah. What kind of smoke is that? Ooh, I know what kind of smoke that is. <laughs> Pass it. Yeah, good times, good times. Yeah. 15 and a half years, man. Yeah, and some great stuff. I great, mean, I was great like, freaking... I'm talking about crazy balls to the wall. When I was getting back to the, my market research firm job. So yeah, yeah. And you asked me how I got started. So mm -hmm. anyway, so I'm walking around with this digital audio tape. I send it off to all these different you know, Atlanta model talent and everybody. So what's on like, it? Is it you doing voices? It's, it's my demo. Okay. Carrie Means. You hear, I don't even know if it's me saying Carrie Means. You got some <laughs> other guy going Carrie Means. And then you hear me doing my little thing. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, you should have your your, your commercial voice, which right. is your everyday voice. Then you should save your character stuff for last. Or okay. now you can do all characters all really? the way through yeah. if you want. You can have a separate demo for commercial stuff. Yeah, and a separate demo for character stuff. George Lowe, some of you may know as Space That's Ghost. Space, yeah, he used to send out his um, demo with a can of potted meat <laughs> or Vienna sausages. <laughs> And he would say, this is Mr. Beefy. <laughs> George Lowe, Mr. Beefy here. Yeah, and that's that was his hook. Yeah. You know, and I I, I guess it got him work. Apparently it Apparently, panned out. Yeah. 
His show got canceled too. Space yeah. goes coast to coast, and man, those know. were the best. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I've ever laughed harder. Honestly, one of the one of the big wigs of of, of of Adult Swim had lunch with him during Dragon Con weekend, uh-huh. just to tell him that they weren't going to renew his show. And he's no like, way. Why would you call me here for this? You're, Seriously. You're, so there's a chance that Space Ghost might come. Uh, no, George, no. Space yeah. Ghost is the well, son of a bitch. <laughs> Thanks for coming. You're fired. <laughs> I get a call a, a few months ago from my agents like, Carrie, they want Frylock back. I was like, what? Yeah. It's for a spot. It's for a, a <sighs> spot for Slim Jim. <sighs> it was for, a, yeah. they call them spots. Sure, yeah, yeah. But they're really commercials. Right. So, <laughs> and Dana Snyder was like, now you're gonna pay us what you paid us for the show, right? For the, well, it's just a spot. It's, it's a commercial. <laughs> it's a spot. It's yeah. gonna air. Yeah. The, it's a commercial. You're right. gonna pay us. Someone's what you're paying. To, yeah. You're gonna pay what we get for a regular episode. Hell yeah! And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Duh. So we've done. We done Carl's Jr. Okay. That's I mean, yeah, a no brainer. You gotta do Carl. Carl writhing around on his car. <laughs> I think in, I saw in that. Poom poom shorts. <laughs> Oh, the meat. Meat Junior. Carl's Junior. Oh. And Frylock had like one line or something like that. Carl, Carl's really changed, man. I don't even think they used it. Right. But they paid me. Well, that's good. Yeah. So until the next Slim Jim spot comes up, you might not hear much from old Frylock. But I'm jumping all over the place here. Do it. Do it. I'm Jump all over. all over the place. Do but it. I'll get back it. to that later. Sure. I was talking about how I got the gig. Yeah. So. I'm working this market research firm. I sent out all these demos, and I was doing theater at the same time. Uh-huh. Not literally same time, but I was doing doing a theatrical production of a show called Talk Radio, directed by Ken Feinberg, who's still out there somewhere. <laughs> I played a character by the name of Sidney Greenberg, and I would tell you how to diversify your funds, but you wouldn't see my face until the lights come up, and then you see it's a black guy doing a Jewish accent. So talk radio was one of those shows where, you know, you had these callers call in and I got to do all these different voices and I got to meet Neil Bortz. Oh, if you're out there well, listening, Mr. Bortz, hey. he walks up to me and goes, oh, this guy is going to replace me. <laughs> I was like, can I? Dude, yeah, exactly. He'd be like, I will. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'll that'd replace be, you, Mr. Bortz. That'd be better for all of us. <laughs> but anywho, so there was, this, there was this girl, one of the, one of the cast members who would always be, you know, late. To rehearsals or whatever I just came from an audition I just came from this I just came from that I was like Who's your agent? Right yeah You know so she yeah. told me And I sent the demo out And a couple of weeks go by And I was like I'm gonna call this This agent person here This Burns Find out what's going on I know I'm good enough To get some work So she's like That's funny I was just about to call you Same time you were calling me I was like really? She's yeah. like yeah I want you to come in And read for me And do this and this and that So just turns out She had an in Okay. With Cartoon Network. Yeah. And they worked with her and she sent them people before. Yeah. So she turned them on to me and I started doing what is called bumps. Yeah. Uh, 30 second spots for Pokemon, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. I think I was I was the announcer that told the world that Goku was going to die the first time he died this year. Goku died or something <laughs> like that. And uh, I was doing, I was the announcer for Samurai Jack. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you were on Samurai the, Jack, the first which was amazing. incarnation of Samurai Jack. Yeah. I wasn't in the show proper. I was sure. just the guy that, on the next Samurai Jack, Jack gets into thus and so and the other. And I was, I would tell you about the next episode. Yeah. By the way, I heard they're rebooting it. So if you want the old announcer back. <laughs> He's here. Call he me. Him. Yeah. Give me a call. <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably blacklisted from Adult Swim. They, they what? hate me now. I don't what? know. They, they no. don't want anything to do with the old fries anymore. <laughs> they put me out the pasture. <laughs> 
I don't know though. I love those guys over there, man. I, I would love to work with them again in the future. But we'll see. We'll see. You never know. But anywho, so I was doing the Samurai Jack thing and a guy who was a production assistant mm-hmm. at the time. Now he's an executive over there, I think. Larry Morris is his name. I know the name so well because Sounds I went like to high school to with a guy <laughs> by the same name. Yeah. Named Larry Morris. But but the Larry Morris I went to high school with was more like Spicoli from Bad Times and Reason. But anyway, I digress. So Larry Morris heard me doing the Samurai Jack and the Pokemon and all this stuff. And he went to Matt Malero and Dave Willis, who are the co-creators of Aqua Team. He was like, you got to hear this Carrie Means guy. He'd be perfect for Frylock. Yeah. He'd be perfect. So needless to say, they faxed the scripts, the Rabbit script, the very first mm-hmm. script yeah. from the show. And I got it faxed to me at the job, at mm-hmm. my market research job. I'm, I'm in the break room with my cup of coffee <laughs> and the phone in one ear. Going, no, me, why? Don't get a jam box. And Matt and Dave are just in the background <laughs> cracking up, guffawing, rolling, laughing. I'm so like, that what? was your audition? What the hell is this shit? <laughs> me, why? Yeah. And I asked my, my agent, I was like, what the hell are they smoking when they write this stuff? She's like, I don't know, but they need to keep smoking it so we can keep getting paid. <laughs> I was like, hmm, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, I was Thundercleese, the robot neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lived show. down the street from Brack. That was yeah. very therapeutic. Yeah. You know, because I got to yell a lot. Yeah, yeah. Brack, yeah. from down the street, I blast you. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, the Brack show is so good. You don't feed him three hams. When he told him to feed his goldfish three hams, and the goldfish is like belly up from me. <laughs> Eating three hams. And Andy Merrill was Brack. Yeah. It was a cool guy. Andy Merrill, he still is, I'm assuming. He's still around. <laughs> but Clay Croker, rest in peace, yeah. Clay. Zorak. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Weird and Steve. Yeah. Actually, Clay Croker design Frylock and Meatwad. Really? Yeah, so he's an artist. He's a bit of a renaissance man. man. Yeah. Clay was responsible for either part of or most or maybe even all of the laser light show at Stone Mountain. No way. So whenever you watch the laser light show at Stone Mountain, you're looking at Clay Croker's work. Wow. Whenever you hear Zorak, Zorak or Dr. Weird and Steve, yeah. you're yeah. hearing Clay Croker. Rest in peace, Clay. We were supposed to do a con in Long Island oh. um, a few months ago, but he passed away like a week before. Yeah. Sad, sad thing, man. He was yeah. like only early 50s. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a huge loss to the comic book world as well as, you know, the the, the cartoon world. Yeah. That guy was a walking thesaurus when it came to anything that had to do with Cartoon Network. I mean, we did a panel at Dragon Con last year, and he, he carried, carried he the whole the, panel yeah. because he knew all the, <laughs> the intricate, um, you know, he was in on the ground floor. Okay. When when they you know when they started Cartoon Network before yeah. there was an Adult Swim he was there right you know what I'm saying so yeah and and Aqua Teen of course being one of the flagship shows of Adult Swim yeah I mean it was it's it's hard to say if it'll ever come back probably won't but we had our time and we faded out in a blaze of glory man I mean we, honestly I can't think of, I, that's I may not have ever laughed harder in my life than I've laughed at episodes of Aqua Teen. My wife and I, when we first got together, that was like the one thing that we always made sure we watched. And I mean, like when I told her that I was coming over, she was like, oh my God, you're kidding me. That's insane. She like freaked out. She was like, what? What? (laughs) I mean, it really like, yeah. I mean, just like you said, when you first read the script, when you first saw it as an audience, you're like, honestly, what the fuck is happening? And it this aired, is the it aired like ever at seen 5 a.m. Yes. And yeah. it said special programming, and it didn't mm-hmm. even have a title. It's like if you look at your guide or your programming guide, TV guide, it would say special programming. Yeah, yeah, it didn't say, that's right. Yeah. And that's when Rabbi 
premiered. That's when uh-huh. the first episode. I don't even think we had a theme song yet. Wow. At, at the time, it's Schoolie D uh-huh. did the the original theme song. But I'm most proud. They we get a, we did get this question asked a lot. Um, which of your op- which opening theme song is your yeah. favorite? Me personally, uh-huh. is from the last very last season we did. Okay. Aqua Teen Hunger Force Forever because I got right. to write my own and perform my own rap lyrics. Nice. So the rap lyrics that you hear Frylock busting a funky rhyme to, those are mine. Those are yours. Dana Snyder didn't write his. <laughs> you FYI. Wanna, do you want to give us yours? Do you want to give us Do you want to give us? A I got jacked by there? the cops. They shot my tater tots. Busted the moon and nights for slinging moon rocks. Got a meat wide watch and a lemonade shake. Do fries go with that? Here come the drum break. Aqua Teen will never be canceled. Aqua Team won't be dismantled. Aqua Team, we're gonna be together. Aqua Team, we're gonna be forever. And then Danny comes in and oh no, you didn't. Yes, <laughs> I did. So good. So uh, actually, another before I want to talk about like traveling and cons and things like that too. But another thing, uh, the whole Moon and Night controversy with the crazy people oh, in Boston, Boston and all that, and that threw everything, threw a wrench in everything, right? I mean, that really you know, fucked was things it? up. P.T. Barnum once said, no publicity yeah. is bad publicity. Well, that was pretty bad publicity, right? <laughs> he should have meant, <laughs> he should have meant our guys, those guys. Did you see the the the, the, the press conference they had? I think When I they did. talked about hair yeah. care products or something through the whole thing? These guys were like, it was like, yeah, like my hair. <laughs> it is like they, they, they. If for those of you who don't know, uh, we were they. Should I say marketing people, the right. marketing team? I had nothing to do with this. Yeah, yeah. The marketing team that they hired to promote Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon slash film for theaters mm-hmm. in the two theaters that it came out in across the country. One of them was here. It was definitely here because I, I saw it here. Yeah. I absolutely saw it in the theater here. So. I saw the, the green carpet premiere and I was interviewed by Space Ghost and the whole nine. Nice. It was cute. <laughs> I had a date. She didn't give up nothing. But that was another story. <laughs> you know who you are. But anyway, so yeah, they hooked up these little light bright. Yeah. Little light brights that the moon and lights were flipping off traffic as mm-hmm. excuse me, as moon and lights tend to do. And some soccer mom or something saw this on an overpass and was like, mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's a terrorist attack. What year was that? Do you remember? Because it was, it was like, I mean, it was relatively close to 9-11, like 2004 or something, five? I don't know. Five or six. Okay. I want to say six. I think that's when the movie came out okay. in 06. Yeah. It was somewhere around in there. It wasn't too far from 9-11. I remember seeing the breaking news picture, and they were like, what is this yeah, mysterious it was thing? Seeing, and I was like, it's a fucking lunar night made, out of, like, made out of light brights. Was, I know exactly see, what it is. The, like, the, the, the thing of it was that yeah. when the bomb squad got there, they knew it was a fake, but they had to go through right. with it anyway so yeah. they wouldn't look stupid. And they shut the city television. down, didn't they? Because it wound up costing like millions of dollars. It, it cost a dough swim, a couple yeah. of mil. I was going to say, how'd that, how'd that, yeah, yeah, how'd that it, sit it, with it, you guys? It, didn't it, you have to take some time off or something? I feel like there was some seasons <laughs> where there weren't, I don't know. We thought we were done. Yeah. We thought it was over. Yeah. At, at least Matt and Dave probably did. Yeah. The producers and creators of the show was like, that's it. We're dead. Actually, the, when they did the live action mm-hmm. uh, episode where T Pain played Frylock, <laughs> uh-huh. and H John Benjamin was Master Shake, and Meatwad was an exercise ball, still voiced by Dave Willis, they they actually told Dana Snyder that that we we were gonna actually play ourselves. They didn't tell me nothing. They told Dana Snyder, yeah yeah, we're gonna do this live thing. Yeah. You and Carrie are gonna play yourselves. Yeah. And so Dana kept bugging him about it. So when are, when are we gonna record that? When are we gonna do that? And they're like, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. When when? 
Well, we kind of already did it. Yeah, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. We, we John Miserman is playing you, and <laughs> T-Pain is playing Frylock. No. And that was right after T-Pain got all that money ah. for the robot voice thingy right. thing yeah, that yeah. he never actually uh, created, to my knowledge. Right, but like made but, it an app or whatever. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They paid the him a billion dollars. For real. For and using auto I was actually in the yeah. studio. Uh, we were about to record an episode, and I was complaining <laughs> to Matt and Dave about that. And next thing I know, I see this thing. And T-Pain is playing Friday, like I said. Well, like, I guess God he needed it more than damn I it. did. Um, now, what they should have had is had those guys, you know, be the be the humans, but have you guys do their voices. Now, that would have been huh. that would have been incredible. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, I know. Where was I back then? Well, where were you then? Probably sitting around watching Aquatino Report <laughs> somewhere. We need food. What are you doing there? I'm rocking. Yeah. No, no, I see that. What for? Money. Got um, I want to get some steady bitches and hoes. That's a pretty for my nose. Some dinosaurs. A roll with my chrome. Hey, genius. You even know what that means? <laughs> what does it mean? Where's the keyboards and the tambourine and the guitar? And you know, I mean, the stuff that like white people like. You want a piano? Something badass. Like, uh, so uh, so normally when we you know when we do this we normally talking to bands and stuff mostly about touring and things, um, but I really they did am, they did the tour they yeah. did the tour they did the Aqua Teen tour they left me at home what yeah they filmed my part my, my part was an intermission okay where you would see me on the John taking a dump reading a magazine okay and they had a segment where Ask Frylock Carrie Means. It's Friday because going to answer your questions. Yeah. So everything was pre-recorded. Okay. So it was like me and Jay Wade Edwards. Hi, Jay. Jay is in L.A. too. Jay's a genius. He's He filmed all those little like Terraphone and all those little uh, uh-huh. movie vignettes that we did Yeah. on on the box sets of the DVD. If you don't have those DVDs, folks, you got to get them. I do. It has a lot of little Easter egg gems yeah, yeah. that you wouldn't normally see. <laughs> so anywho... Uh, yeah, they, they they did a tour and they filmed my part in the bathroom stall at Turner. <laughs> so basically, you just got yeah, to hang out in the bathroom at work. I got to cheat though. I had this script right there. Yeah, and the, so basically, it was an ask Friday like a question. So somebody stands up and asks a question, and I give these general parents. Yes, <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, pre-recording. So that was my part of the tour. Yeah, but uh, I understand it was very interesting. Yeah, the the the, the tour bus. Uh Yeah, yeah. I I can't go into any details because I wasn't there. You weren't there. But Dana Schneider could tell you more about it. But yeah, they, they, they. I've had the pleasure of being sent a few places. The first con I went to in life ever. Was Comic Con San Diego yeah. the biggest there is? This it was is crazy. Two thousand six. I, I was there that year. That's the only year in the I ever summer went. Two thousand six. Yeah. yeah, and they gave me. I had no handler. Yeah. Wow. No handler. That place it's is the biggest mayhem. con yeah. in the country. Right. Now, this ain't Dragon Con. You no. know, Dragon Con's getting pretty big, but Comic Con in San Diego, the big one. Yeah, shoulder to no shoulder. No handler people. for me. Yeah. Most ninety percent of the information on the sheets was wrong. So I'm running around late for I'm running through oh, all these hotels going to, I see Lou Ferrigno sitting there doing his incredible hotel. Hey, Mr. Ferrigno, how you doing? Love your work. <laughs> I'm late for a panel. <laughs> Jumping over bushes and all this stuff. And Dan wants me to tell the story about the booze cruise that yeah. I almost, almost missed the boat. Oh. To the booze cruise. I'm talking about, you know, I'm like, uh, it's a booze cruise. Yeah. 
There's going to be booze. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a cruise. Mm-hmm. There's allowed to be food and maybe even some boobs. Maybe. So, me and the guy who created Cor- Corgath the Barbarian, uh-huh. Corgath, the, the, y'all remember that one? It was short lived. Yeah. A couple of episodes. I thought it was pretty cool. I'm not I sure this, if I ever saw it. I remember the name yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. The guy that created that, we, we got one of those little rickshaw guys uh-huh. to take us down to the, uh, the pier. It was the wrong pier. <laughs> for the booze crew right okay. there on this yacht. Yeah. And I don't see no yacht. You see a yacht? You don't see no yacht. So we, luckily, I guess we had the fastest rickshaw guy because he, <laughs> he was booking it. Yeah. I was like, it's, it's the other one. It's the other one. It's the other one. It's down that way. It's around the corner. It's, come on, we got to make it. And the boat was literally, here's the dock, and here we are. The boat was... <laughs> Chugga 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 chugga. It Still was like a slow motion Indiana action, Jones style action flick. Sober people coming through, and Dana's on the boat. Come on, Carrie, you can make it. Come on, jump, jump. So I'm jumping. I was like, I better make it because yeah. I'm not getting on this damn boat wet. So I made it. Yeah. So by the, I'm talking about. Sheesh. If if you could have been there, you'd have filmed that shit. <laughs> action sequences behind the yes. scenes of. And Seth Green on the booze cruise, uh-huh. Aaron Magruder uh-huh. on the booze cruise, uh, the cast of More Oral okay. yeah. on the booze, not the cast, but the, the, creator. the creators. Oh boy, I saw the creator meltdown at the Adult Swim uh, at the Adult Swim um, panel that year. He had to get taken, like they took him off the stage because he got really mad at the guys that made the Venture Brothers because they were getting so much attention <sighs> and he was wasted and he had this giant cup that everybody thought was water, but it turns out it was vodka. Tim and Eric were there for, to premiere the awesome show, so so they were dressed in full body makeup, like green, like the Hulk, right? Painted, fo- getting green on everything that was there. And the guys from the Venture Brothers were trying to be like laid back and cool about stuff, but the guy, the creator, whose name Gino, I know you talking blah, about. Blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he flipped out, got up on the table, started yelling at like he's like anybody with tattoos has no talent. Was like, wait, what? Where did that come? Because the guys from, you know, uh, had like sleeves or whatever. The guys that did uh, Venture Brothers, so they got into this whole thing, and then like the the people, the people that were trying to moderate the the, the thing kept kind of walking over, and then the guy who I think was on Moral Oral, but he also was on the Sarah Silverman show, and he used to be on, um, uh, he used to be on, um, oh god, David Cross's and Bob Odenkirk's old show. Um, anyway, Mr. Show, he kept trying to, he kept trying to pick the, pick him up and carry him out of the way, but he was so big and so drunk that he was almost knocking the table over. Mm. It was, it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. But you guys weren't on that panel. I don't think, uh, I, I mean, would've, I would have, you would have remembered that. I feel like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> that, that's a memory. That there was you some weird, bad forget. blood going on in there. In yeah. That panel. And it's funny. You should mention that because yeah. we actually were hitting on the same girl on the booze crew. No way. <laughs> I don't know who won, but I didn't. <laughs> but, so maybe no one, but definitely not she you. She was a glass blower too. Was, of course, she's you know, your glass blower. Everybody gets that joke. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. We're sitting on the bow of the boat. You know, we're right on the front of the boat. Mm-hmm. We're all sitting around. I'm going, okay, who's got the weed? Yeah. And boom, the moral old guys pull out a fatty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave Willis gets up and just walks over to the other side. We try to smoke the thing, right? And the captain's like, I'm going to turn this boat around right now if you don't put out that marijuana cigarette. Because, you know, the wind, we're on we're on a yacht. And the wind's going like this. And the yeah. weed smoke is going right to the captain. Right to the captain, yeah, He's yeah. like behind the wheel of the yacht. He's like, I'm going to turn this boat around right now. 
It was like, we still got three hours, man. Yeah, they yeah. got the jumbo, the, the big <laughs> prawn shrimp. <laughs> you know, and free booze. Are you kidding? We got to put this thing out. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I even uh, hung out with Aaron Magruder, took a selfie with him. Uh-huh. Uh, he had the whole upstairs of the damn boat to himself. Whoa. Beautiful Asian broad with him. So was this she like was a- nice looking. And I was like, is that your wife? He's like, nah. I said, okay. So can I be on the boondocks? He was like, well, we usually get people that are in SAG on there. Oh. I'm like, dude, you you can get anybody you want. Right, yeah, yeah. I didn't tell him that. Right. I didn't get right. out of line. Right, I just right, said, right. okay, that's what you mean. Nice talking to you, brother. Yeah. Good to meet you. Yeah, yeah. You so know? it was just a Cartoon Network booze cruise? Like this was it was like an adult swim. An adult swim one. Yeah, okay. it was yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. that had anything to do with Adult Swim or wanted to do anything to do with Adult Swim was yeah. on this booze cruise. That's crazy. In 2006. That was that was the only time they sent me. Yeah. Maybe I messed up or something. Maybe I messed up like the moral oral. Maybe it must have been that joint. Yeah, I don't they know. They blamed man. it on yeah. Frylock. Nobody could have been worse than the moral oral guy. I mean, that's who had the weed. Had- the moral oral guys. I mean, they physically removed they him the from joint. the stage and the I'm, room. I'm not saying it was him, but it was one of them. Yeah, one pro- of the producers slash creators of the moral oral. Whips out him. a fatty. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's do it. But the captain was like, oh, oh let's not. The captain wasn't having it, huh? Yeah, the captain Man. wasn't having it. But square. So, you know, and I've I've done Dragon Con here in Atlanta, obviously. Yeah. And uh, I got interviewed for the Playboy mm-hmm. thing with mm-hmm. Dan there and his photographer buddy. We did a whole spread, man. Not yeah. me naked. Not Playgirl. No. Playboy. Yeah. It was an online thing, right? Yeah. It was the Playboy Online article. Yeah, so you yeah. can search Great that. article. And I got interviewed by Nerdlanta. Uh-huh. You ever heard of Nerdlanta? I've heard the name, yeah. They interviewed not... me. You can look that one up, too. Yeah. I got interviewed by Santana Cosplay, cute girl from Nashville. Uh-huh. She's very cutie. Mm-hmm. She wants to do some more work with me. Maybe do some, maybe photobomb some people at some other cons or stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Crazy things. Come up with some stuff. And, um... When I went to Elmira, I went to Elmira, New York. You ever mm-hmm. been to Elmira? No, I have not. Elmira. I've never been to New York in my life. And okay. The first time I go, I go to Elmira. This this few months ago, right? Yeah. And Elmira is known for a couple of things. One is Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Not the real Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, because he's from Seattle. There's a vagrant who <laughs> thinks he's Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. We had a Michael Jackson here for a long time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, this yeah. guy, I mean, he was he, he used to carry around a guitar, and uh-huh. he has that, that headband, Dana on, and everything, yeah. so I was coming I was coming from something called Drink and Draw. Oh, yeah, I know this, yeah. Drink and Draw was great. Yeah, those, those are really know, cool. Two things I love to do. I love to drink. Drinking. I love to draw. Yeah. So I guess sat down and, and did my little Aqua Teen thing, put it up for the auction, and it went for 50 bucks, so it was, nice. it was pretty nice. Nice. And so my handler was taking me back to the hotel room. I was like, I'm hungry. I didn't, I didn't eat anything at the drinking right? Even They had pizza, but I didn't want that. I, I fell for the old Mickey D's. I had to have some fries. <laughs> yes, I eat my own kind. Right? Gotta, gotta eat. <laughs> so I wanted to stop and get a couple of beers, even though I just had a couple. A couple more wouldn't hurt. Right, you know, I mean. I'm going straight to the hotel room. I'm not driving. So. Yeah. So we stop at the Sunoco gas station. I go in there to get my beer and whatnot. I come out, and I see this bum leaning into the my S my, my handler's SUV car door. Yeah. I was like, hey, get out. I'm I live in Atlanta, man. I know about the bum. Shoot, shoot <laughs> right. you bum. Get scat scat. She's like, no, 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 that's Jimi Hendrix. And I was like, excuse me? 
Jimi Hendrix is dead. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure of one thing. <laughs> no, no, he's a local celebrity. He's got his own Facebook page and everything. I was like, oh. no, she is not. <laughs> his Jimmy own Facebook Hendrix. page. Well, stop the presses. <laughs> and this is also where I ran across, by the way, I'm going to Syracuse next week. Uh huh. I yeah. also ran across the Syracuse nerds. Oh, yeah. And you don't want to cross the Syracuse no. nerds, man. No. They're rough. Tell me about them. Those guys are rough and tough, <laughs> I'm telling you. Especially the head nerd. Oh, there's a head one? There's a head. There's always a head nerd. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, that is true. This guy, right. he's the leader of the Syracuse nerds, right? Okay. And they were at the drink and draw where, where I was. Yeah. I was closer to the bar in the bathroom, though. Uh-huh. You know, I had to stay close to the bar in the restroom. Yeah, yeah. So the main room where everybody else was at, they, they had this wedding dress that everybody was supposed to sign for charity. I okay. didn't know it. I would have put a little Frylock on it or something. I, I yeah. didn't know. I didn't sign a wedding dress. But So the Syracuse, one, one nerd was working on the dress, you know, and he's mm-hmm. like Urkel and, and, and Clump <laughs> and, you know, he's, and he talks like this and everything. Oh, he wears the glasses. And I was like, he's a nerd. Yeah. So the, the head nerd, had already started his drink and draw. He had started his drink before there was a drink and draw. Okay. Drink and draw. I got there. It was like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. So it was drunk and draw. He was him. drunk. Yeah. He was bar hopping. Okay. During the con. Okay. Like during the time that we were signing autographs and everything yeah, like yeah. that. The head Syracuse nerd was already bar hopping. So by the time Man. he got to the drink and draw, he was already drunk. Right. Okay. So he's telling his subordinate nerd to put the Syracuse nerd <laughs> logo on the wedding dress for charity. Okay. And the other nerd, the other Urkel nerd was like, no, I'm not going to do that. That wouldn't be, <laughs> wouldn't be appropriate. That wouldn't be prudent. We shouldn't do that. He's like, I said to put the Syracuse nerd logo on the wedding dress. No, I'm not going to do it. So they get into this tiff. Yeah. Nothing, nothing physical yet. Yeah. Okay. These guys had it made because, you know, usually when I go to cons, I have, you got to book me a hotel room. You mm-hmm. got to put me up for the night, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were staying in somebody's house, one of one of the um, handlers. Yeah. You either do one of three things in Syracuse. You either work at the factory. Uh-huh. Not Syracuse, um, Elmira. Okay. Elmira, New York. You either work at the factory, mm-hmm. you work at the prison as a CO, uh-huh. which most of our handlers were. Yeah. Or you you live in a prison as a guest. Yeah. Or you're Jimi Hendrix. There's four. Or you're Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah, There's that. (laughs) But all ninety nine point nine percent of our handlers were COs at the prison. So they were putting up the Syracuse nerds. This this one. And they were just there as fans, right? The Syracuse nerds. No, they were they were participating in in the con. They had a booth and everything. Okay. Yeah. So they were artists. Okay. Apparently, I don't know what kind of I guess Syracuse nerd art, whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to Syracuse. I got to tread lightly. Yeah. Yeah. Be nice. So yeah. Yeah. This may. I'm going to seek out those nerds. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be friendly. (laughs) So anyways, so they get back to the they they get back to the. One of the, the handlers is hosting this guy. He's like, like you open your house to me mm-hmm. and Dan and let us stay here tonight if you did that. Mm-hmm. And okay, so the head nerd comes to the guy's house. This is like, this is after the drink and drawing, everything is said and done. And he grabs the subordinate nerd by the throat, chokes him out in the guy's what? kitchen. What? Because he wouldn't put the Syracuse nerd logo <laughs> like, on the wedding dress. He was still mad about it. still mad. <laughs> Drunk. Drunker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mind you. Sure. He's yeah. shit faced. Right. Yeah. So wow. the guy who's hosting the guy, he gets on the phone and, and calls the other. His superiors go, what do I do? These nerds are going at it in my kitchen. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? Do I call the police? Do I do? do? So his solution to the problem was to get the head nerd even more drunk. 
Just try to knock him, him out, out. Put him out in the driveway in the car and let him sleep it off. Yes. Thankfully for him, that worked. Good, good, good. So the subordinate nerd has to wait on his father to drive from Syracuse <laughs> to Elmira <laughs> to pick him up. <laughs> and the next day, my handler picks me up and goes, I didn't get any sleep last night. I was like, why? So she tells me the whole story. So that's how I knew it. Oh, my God. So I knew the whole yeah. shebang before half the staff even knew. So that's I'm beautiful. I'm at the, my table signing autographs going, did you hear what happened? In the <laughs> Boy, it was nice. Chains and guns out. and sticks and warriors come yeah. out to play. Yeah. Ding, ding, so ding. by the time this story got back to the head nerd who was at his table like this, you know, mm, they yeah, already yeah. read him the riot. Yeah. Where they were this close to throwing him out of the con. Right. They really should have. Yeah, probably. Yeah. If I run across these guys, I better tread lightly. I'm going to say, yeah, they might be Because <laughs> I'm be going to Syracuse again. next yeah. week, and I'm going to look for you nerds. <laughs> I'll be on the old Frylock once I talk to you. I didn't, I didn't even, I couldn't even pick the head nerd out of a lineup. Yeah, yeah. But I knew the subordinate. I saw the subordinate nerd walking right. around, the, the one who wouldn't, who wouldn't put the logo. master's sure. whims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That's my story about the Syracuse nerds in Elmira, New York. Good. If you ever run across I the like Syracuse nerds, tread lightly, folks. Yeah, man. They sound like they, they ain't no business. joke. <laughs> <laughs> nerds are whoop your ass. So, like, what's the, uh, I mean, I've, like I said, I've been to a bunch of cons before as a fan or whatever. And I know people can get a little, you know, weird. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had any, like, weird interactions with fans at cons? Anybody ask you to do anything weird or sign anything weird? Yeah, about? this past Dragon Con, there was a guy walking around with a bunch of eggs. One was hard boiled. Okay. And your 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 mission, if you chose to accept it, uh-huh. was to do the egg smash challenge. Okay. So he's got a bunch of hard boiled eggs, right? And one raw or something like that, or right. it's the other way around. Sure. So you don't know which egg you're gonna be. Yeah. So the the the, the trick is you're supposed to smash these eggs up against your head until you get the one that ain't hard boiled. Okay. Yeah. Try to get me to do it. Try to get Dana Snyder to do it. Apparently, he had Vern Troyer do it one year, mini-me or whatever, yeah, okay. and got the bad egg. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're in the middle of a convention. I don't, no. Yeah, let's uh-uh. make Fry look like, like a complete idiot Yeah, also, in front of everybody. Fucking, put, let's post this shit. <laughs> yeah. Fry like making a fool of himself on her. <laughs> and then you got to walk around the rest of the convention with yeah, egg Yeah, you got face. egg on your face, literally. Yeah, literally. Egg on your yeah. face. It's fucked but, up. Yeah, that, but something weird happened to me last year at Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. Um the moderator came up to me, right? I was hanging out that year. I was hanging out with the uh, Bill Farmer, the guy who's been doing Goofy for the last 28 years. Oh, wow. Um, Rob Polson, Mr. Animaniacs himself. Okay, uh, yeah. He does like, he's like Ninja Turtle now. He's like yeah. Donatello, Ninja Turtle, all kind of voices. Yeah. We're on panels together and stuff like that. And it's really, it's really surreal when you hear Goofy's voice in the back of your ear. <laughs> Going to from one panel to another, going well. Okay, just a tip then. <laughs> there, Goofy say just a tip. Gosh. <laughs> so we're vibing, we're having a great time. We're singing the old turkey lobster sweet potato pie before we go on stage and stuff like that. It was like these are my heroes, man. Yeah. These guys were like, damn, for real. you know, Goofy. Yeah, not the original. Yeah, well, he's been right. mistaken for the original. He's like, I'm not that old. Yeah, right. But okay. I've been doing it for like 29 years. Yeah, that's pretty good. So anyway. The moderator runs up to me with this Bible in his hand. Mm-hmm. He goes, Carrie Means. I said, like, yeah. He's like, is this yours? I was like, yeah. Where'd you get this? He's like, lady, he gave it to me. Told me to return it to you. So if anybody's ever been to the Claremont Lounge or the Claremont Hotel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in Atlanta. If you haven't, you must go. It's well, very classy. It's been gutted out. The, 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 
the motel's been gutted out. I guess yeah. all the roaches ran somewhere, probably down to the strip club. <laughs> I was going to say, With yeah. Blondie. They're strippers now, yeah. Whoa. Was Blondie gotta, the one-legged or one arm? Blondie's the one that crushes the beer cans with her boobies. That's right, yeah. Yeah. At 70-something okay. years old, she's still doing it. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. She's still down there. If you go down to the Claremont Lounge tonight, yeah. you will see Blondie. I was in there one time, they were filming a documentary of her. Really? And they got to know old Frylock, too, because I was a frequent <laughs> frequent flyer. That's <laughs> how I met, this, I met this chick mm. in the bar who was supposed to be in the industry, and we got to talking and everything like that. Told her who I was and everything. Yeah. Ended up going up to the room, mm. got one of those rooms at the Claremont Motel. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to leave your ID and you pay your $20 or $10 or whatever it is for the night. <laughs> so I had uh, beer goggles going on at the time. I was like, maybe this chick ain't as cute as I thought. Let me go down to the bar and have another couple of shots uh-huh. and then come back up. Maybe I'll have some liquid courage in me to do whatever it is, whatever it is we're going to do. I get back up from the bar. She's gone with my Bible. This was back in 08. Yeah. She 2008. Now, this is Dragon Con twenty. 20- 15. So now wait, the guy runs up to me before the panel and gives me the Bible. Okay, yeah. That she stole. Yeah. From me at the Claremont Hotel. That you brought to the Claremont Hotel. Yeah. You brought a Bible with you. I was carrying a Bible everywhere during the time I was going through some rough patches. Okay. In life. Yeah. And I needed to carry a good book. All right. With me. Yeah. And you know, I had I had it all dudeed up. I had all, you know, certain passages highlighted. My name was in it and everything like that. And the 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 bookmark where I had the passage was still there and it, it was like it was never gone. That's crazy. And he came up to me and handed me this Bible yeah. right before I went on stage with Goofy <laughs> and Rob Polson. <laughs> Needless to say, that that was a trip. And they had, they asked us a very personal question. They was like, "Who um, would you like to work with? Who who do you look up to and stuff mm-hmm. like that?" So I'm I'm sitting there with my shades on. And, they're coming to me. I'm like, I got Goofy down here, and I got Mr. <laughs> Anime down here. I mean, literally, compared to these two gentlemen, I'm small potatoes. And I choked up, and the tears started rolling. Man, oh. I, it was a very emotional yeah. scene for me. So, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. There, that's that's great. one little gem from yeah. types of stuff that I've been up to. So do you like going to the? Do you like going to I love going to cons. If yeah. anybody's out there looking to book old Frylock for some conventions, <laughs> he's reasonably priced. <laughs> He's not, he's not that expensive. <laughs> we'll talk. We can negotiate some things. Excellent. Yes, yes Excellent. I, I can I can work with you. Yeah. So speaking of how, if people wanted to like, are you on Facebook, I'm on social Twitter? media? Yeah. You where can are contact you? Contact me. It means Carrie Frylock at gmail dot com. Okay. Or the Burns A G A G Y at uh, Mindspring dot com. Is my agent representation. Okay. So, yes. Are you, you on could, Twitter or anything I'm like that? I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, okay. Yep. What's your, hand, what's your means? Carry means? Okay. Me. Excellent. It's me. Yeah. The man behind the fries. That's right. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The man behind the fries. That's yeah. right. And if you look on YouTube, you can find all kind of crap. Yeah. With me on there. That's Interviews awesome. and foolishness and yeah. crazy stuff. And so you and you said, before we go, you said you have a new, something new coming out. Oh, yeah. Right? Welcome to the Wayne, it's called. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um... Like I said, I'm going from the adult swim pool to the kiddie pool. It's a show strictly for kids. Yeah. But you will kind of hear the Aqua Teens. Okay. If you listen hard enough, you'll yeah. hear a little bit of Frylock in there. you hear a little bit of Master Shake. Okay. you hear a little bit of Carl as the doorman to this. Really? This basically, Dana Schneider described it as... Um, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody Meet the X-Files. Animated. Okay, okay. So Animated, it's kind of like yeah. that. The, 
these prebubescent kids live in this high rise. Okay. And I play a character by the name of Jonah Bishop, who the lead kid, his name is Ollie, who worships the ground Jonah Bishop walks on. So okay. Like, Jonah Bishop, you're my hero. He's like, please, I don't have time for this kid. You know, get away from me. Yeah, yeah. And Jonah Bishop has an alter ego, which I'm not supposed to talk about. Uh, and that's a different voice altogether. Okay. okay. So Jonah Should Bishop sounds a lot like Frylock, but the alter ego uh, character does not. Okay. So okay. I'll, that's all I have to say about that. All right, we'll just leave that there. Billy Lopez was getting yeah. mad at me because I was spilling all the beans. He's like, Carrie, stop telling Stop telling people about your, your dual personality character. Yeah, yeah, giving yeah. Giving away too much. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. Don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. So to speak. But it should be airing sometime maybe next year, 2017, something like okay. that. Okay. Welcome it, to the way. What's it going to be on? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yes, okay. sir. Awesome. Dana Snyder's already uh, on Nick doing the Thundermans. Oh, have yeah. Have seen that show? I have not. A superhero family where he plays a possessed rabbiter. What? That's we my, made fun of that on, like on Aquatine. Really? We made fun of his Nickelodeon character. Oh yeah, yeah. Where, where Master Shake comes back and gets his brain swapped with a rabbit. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. was making fun yeah. of his okay his character, Doctor Colossal or whatever Dr. he's called. That's on good. the Thundermans and Dana's on uh, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell now. I think in its second season, he's joined the cast there. Okay. I think he took over for some guy who quit. Or something like that. <laughs> I guess he went to heaven. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming. Hey, it's been thanks fantastic. For having me, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Can you send us out with a little bit of Frylock? Well, my Frydar indicates that you should pick up a couple of bitches and come over here before I put out a cigarette in your damn eye. Remember that one? <laughs> yes. Super birthday snake. That's my favorite yes. episode. Yeah. Frylock gets pimped out. He gets his hair in oh, Julianne yes. cornrow fries. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah. everything like that. And he's like, I can all, I can do what I always wanted to do. Hang out with the wrong crowd. Yeah, come on back here with me. Bring your friend, too. I like her. Kills everybody, and they come back as zombies, and he tells yes. them, watch, watch the fire there. You, you burn yourself. Tell them they don't burn themselves, and they're already dead. Yeah. That's great stuff. Yeah, man. man. That's awesome. Well, cool. Thank you so much for being here, man. No problemo. All right. Anytime. Anytime. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of Load In, Load Out, a tour story podcast produced by me, Bill Fortenberry. Our hosts are Cash Carter and Ryan Lewis. Review Load In, Load Out on iTunes. The store is always open at kindercore.com. We appreciate your patronage and we'll join you back here next week.